Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. And today we are here to discuss, finally, the end, the end of season 18 of Sister Wives. Season 18, episode 18, Tell All Part 4. Uh Oof, we wrapped it up. Although not really, because now we have these, uh, you know, wedding episodes and and some other filler episodes. But oh, for, now, yes. for now, this is the official I, end of the season. <laughs> and I'm what glad. a journey! What a journey we've been on. I remember when we recorded those those videos when we talked about what the season what the season ahead was going to look like. And we I were can't so excited. Here we are. <laughs> We were so yeah. young and naive then. <laughs> That's right. Oh, gosh. We, we've really aged a lot in these last <laughs> few months. Yeah. But yes. anyway, yeah. So we're just so basically this episode revolves around the debut of David Woolley. And so Suki starts out by asking uh, everybody else what they think of David. So Mary mm-hmm. says um, she has met David and she is excited for them you know, to be getting married. Janelle says, you know, she's met David. He's a great guy. He's a breath of fresh air. Cody says he has met David for 15 minutes and they had mm-hmm. mild conversation, but David mostly talked to Robin and Robin thinks he's very sweet. So that's a pretty glowing uh, recommendation. I mean, that's as yeah. good as you can get with Cody. You know. <sighs> Well, I'm curious because what did you think of David? I mean, we finally got to see David. Are you thumbs up or yeah. thumbs down? Oh, I definitely think he seems sincere and um, genuine and sweet. I'm, I mean, yeah, I, I did not get the feeling that there was anything, you know, no red mm-hmm. flags. Yeah. And, no, you know, I like- just... Oh, I was going to say, he obviously 
he gets Christine because Christine's, I mean, I realized through these, you know, through this, Christine's a goofball, you know, she's got a lot mm-hmm. of energy, you know, and um, she's, she's quirky. And David seems to, you know, kind of be able to, he compliments that, you know? Yes. Whereas I think it irritated Cody. Yes. But yes. David seems to think it's endearing. Yes. No, I think, I do think that they are a better match. I really liked him a lot. I thought that how he handled some of the questions and, mm-hmm. you know, the way in which he just, the, the way in which he he acted like he knew who she was, right? Like he mm-hmm. knew who she was as a person. Like he wasn't going to lie about that. And, but he wasn't obviously an avid watcher of the show, but he knew of her. So he's not going to pretend that. And he was honest with mm-hmm. her about it. And, um, and I think that he also was, I think he's someone who is very diplomatic because I think the things that he said about Cody were very diplomatic, very mm-hmm. diplomatic. And, um, but you can also see that he, also has some issues with some things that bother him. And he just seems like a very good down to earth, solid person. And he does seem like a very good match for her. So I was like, phew. Oh God. Okay. Thank God. Saw met David Woolley can check that off. He's, he seems (laughs) like he's, he, he seems like they're great. And, and also he alluded to his first marriage and that he wasn't, it doesn't sound like he was very happy maybe in his first marriage which kind of makes me sad. So it's it's almost like both of them are, you know, getting a second yeah. chance in a sense. Well, he, yeah, he said that, um, well, he was talking about how he and Christine have really good communication. And he said that he didn't have that in his first marriage. And so his mm-hmm. first wife died by suicide. So, oh, you know, she did. Oh, yeah, I didn't she know did. that. Oh, so, I didn't know that. you okay. know, clearly she had depression and yeah, mm-hmm. probably wasn't good and he was got i mean they had eight kids um and you know so the caretaking the consistent caretaking probably all fell to him and Mm -hmm. so yeah so he had a hard time with in that marriage for different reasons you know yeah yeah so i was pleasantly surprised but um yeah i loved it when janelle said oh i hope christine doesn't get mad but she said christine told me that she did not know what it was like to be loved like this until she met david and i was like oh you know this is great i'm very very happy for her (laughs) well god so christine she was so starved affectionately she said she used Mm. to beg cody to just can we just please go somewhere and make out you know and and he's (laughs) like no and he wouldn't yeah no no and you know because christine never she never kissed anyone before she kissed cody she never got to be a horny teenager and dry hump and make out in the back of a car the poor woman you know she just wants to go back and try to like have some of these experiences and cody's just like "Mm, no like once a year for her anniversary he couldn't even muster it up (laughs) once a year to do that with her oh he I didn't mean, like geez. the way she kissed. Yeah, she he criticized her kissing, criticized, you know, everything. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Cody so like, was so again, she, Cody was also like a piece of work during this episode as well as he was throughout the other episodes too. I mean, it was just his so yeah. convoluted. Yeah. Cuz we have to go back now, uh, you know, after all that pleasantry about um 
David Woolley, we now have to mm-hmm. flash back again to this lunch with Christine at Salsa Brava. And he's talking about how, you know, he was in such a bad place, didn't like Christine, was betrayed because he had invested all this time in her and how dare she just walk away. And so now we're, and there's all these clips where they're watching clips of each other, talking about each other. And, um, Cody says the relationship was bad in Vegas. It was worse in Flagstaff. But after all that, she gives up, she leaves and she laughs about it and mocks my suffering. Yeah. He says this one thing he says, he says, we suffered and now you're going to quit. It's like, yeah, Cody. Yeah. Like, what? what is the logic in that? That's what was making me crazy. It's like, we suffered, we suffered, we suffered. And it's like, yeah. And she decided to end her suffering. suffering she decided to right. end the suffering for both of you. So, exactly. but, he's, but he's mad at her because she decided to end her suffering. It's like, what? That makes no sense. And he kept saying he wishes Christine, I wish Christine the best. But I want to roll a no, truck. You over. don't. <laughs> yeah, no. That, that's I wish her the best, but I want a truck. I want a truck to hit her. I mean, that's crazy. And that she's like teasing him, and that she's a mean girl because this and this whole thing with him and COVID and being quote unquote on death's door. Okay. Well, she's just telling him a simple story about something funny that Gwen said that had nothing to do. She was not laughing at the fact that you had COVID, Cody. No one's laughing at that. She's laughing at something that you said or did or something funny that was connected to you being sick in some way, shape or form. It's not about the suffering that you felt being sick. It's just some kind of funny thing. And quite frankly, as someone myself who has gone through some medical issues that were a hell of a lot longer and harder than COVID has ever been, knock on wood, I never get COVID. I'm kind of sick of you talking about this goddamn COVID thing and the fact that you keep acting like this is the, like Christine laughing at this funny joke is this biggest mean girl thing that she's ever done. It's he didn't even let her tell the joke. Yeah, he didn't yeah. even let her tell the joke. She started to tell, she's like, oh, Gwen said something so funny. And he's like, that's not funny. You, it's not funny to me. I was in the fetal position, blah, blah, blah. He's like, he didn't even let her complete her sentence he didn't even know what she was going to say he just you know he's just blaming her she's ruined my family all of my dreams and she's riding off into the sunset i mean yeah you know could you be more dramatic and um nuts oh Uh, god he is and you know what when you think about when you think about cody in this in this moment and then you think about robin and how sour she is can you imagine what life is like at home there with those two? I mean, do they do they laugh at anything? Is anything funny you, to them? But do you think that they're that all this stuff is just for the show and at home they're just like, okay, well, I did that, my little acting job there. And then they just go home and they're normal and they don't really think about these people. But they have they feel like they have to present this um narrative on the show. You know what I mean? Maybe, but at uh, yeah, but at the same time, I do wonder if Cody is. I don't know. I just feel like he's a real sourpuss, and I think she's a. I think Robin's a real sourpuss, and I think the two of them are two real like negative Nancy victim people who are moaning around their houses being victims. I really do. 
I don't yeah, think it's just for the show. Yeah. So but. Christine, um, of course, has to bring it back to the Disney films, you know, and says that mm. she now she could she can identify with the, uh, uh, you know, the villains or I don't know how she put it, but, it, you know, Cruella DeVille. She's tired. She's basically tired of like having to walk on eggshells tiptoe around Cody, do whatever Cody wants. She can be herself. Um, you know, she said that he only liked her when she was bubbly and fun. And, you know, he, she'd had to stuff her real feelings down. And, you know, now she doesn't have to do that with David because if something's wrong, mm-hmm. David's mature enough to sit down with her and talk about it, you know, and not mm-hmm. flip out about it. Yeah. Uh, unlike Cody. Well- and then there was this moment and I was like, ooh, maybe Cody's taking some accountability. So Sukanya asks him about, you know, the big dream and all of this. And Cody says, well, it is all my fault. This, you know, that my big picture dream is not happening. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And I was, I perked up. I was like, oh, you're taking accountability. And then the next part of the sentence was for marrying a woman who didn't love, that I didn't love. And I'm like, are we still talking about Christine? Are you talking about Christine or Mary? Because you've said that you didn't love either of them. Or Janelle. Who are we talking about here, Cody? Could be any of them at this point. Yeah. And Suki says, ouch. (laughs) Yeah. So, so again, he is blaming. (laughs) Nothing's ever your fault, Cody. Got it. Got it. This big picture dream yeah. that was your dream that you came up with, which was just a dream that was, that's it. It's a dream. That's why they call them mm-hmm. dreams. Um, right. That you came up with is all your fault because you married someone because you didn't love them. I mean, three people. Ugh. Yeah. Three he people. Married, basically married three people who he didn't love. And one of them just wanted him as a piece of meat. I mean, God, oh, with his six pack abs. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you want a drinking game, if you yeah. want a drinking game with this episode, the the, the drink is six pack. The word is six pack abs. How many was, times did he say that? Oh, no less oh, than six God. times. No less Ugh. than six. God. Uh, anyway, yeah. so um, yeah, he God, just can't is- admit that 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 you know what it is. It's like he is like such a child that he can't admit that Christine didn't want him anymore. So he has to say, "I didn't want you first, Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and we've heard then they're just it's starting to get really repetitive. Yeah. Christine's Robin Ro- want to live Robin, plural marriage. Yeah. Um, and, and then Cody says that uh, she was a shit sister wife. She'll probably be a good wife to David. It just wasn't a fit. Well, and, so one thing that cody says he says and do you think this is true so if christine was in love with david if christine he's this is cody's positing this theory if christine's really in love with david shouldn't she shouldn't be saying anything mean about robin this is cody's remark do you think that's true what has she said mean about robin i don't know since she she fell in love with david that because i think that her her claiming that robin doesn't want to live plural marriage I think Cody takes that as a slam to Robin, that Robin wasn't, because it is a criticism of Robin. It is saying that, like, she does not, you know, she came in and said one thing, and really, it's not really what she wanted. Come on. Okay, but so Cody can talk shit about Christine, say whatever he wants, but Christine can't say anything about Robin. 
that's a double standard. And what she's saying about Robin, that's, well, one, it's just her opinion. Two, there is evidence of that, you know, that Mm -hmm. she really wasn't interested in living. I mean, look, Cody is going to die on this hill. He is never going to take full responsibility. He's going to continue to blame Christine for the uh, destruction of his big picture. And, you know, everyone's tired of it. Everyone's yeah. tired of it. And, you know, and, I, and basically not, Christine, yeah. Christine is basically saying, just let us go, you know, quit being angry so that maybe we could all get along because, you know, mm-hmm. if he, yeah, if he would just stop being so angry, then they could function as a one big family because they could mm-hmm. all still to get, get together for holidays and different things. But as long as Cody is so angry at Christine, at, Mary at Janelle at all of his children that will never happen so he he, he's like the jailer who holds the key to his own jail Mm -hmm. cell you know yeah all he has to do is use it and get out well and I just thought it was interesting because I I was asking you that because I just think it's so interesting and I'm not defending Cody but I just think it's so interesting that Cody was saying this idea of well Christine can't really be in love with David if he if she's being mean to Robin He's so, again, he's so black and white with his thinking Mm -hmm. that he he really doesn't understand what love means. You you know, you can love one person and want to be in this relationship with them and be married to them and also feel hurt by another person and also be hurt by this person and still maybe want to have a relationship with them. Like Cody is so, it's that same thing that he keeps, he keeps going in circles about where it's like, it's got to be one way or the other way. Like you're either with me or you're against me. And it's exhausting. yeah, like mul- yeah, because multiple things can be true at the same time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know it's it's not just you have to pick a lane. Yeah. So okay, then Cody says that he will not take on another wife because then he would have to tell that woman, "I don't love you as much as I love Robin," and now I know better. Mm-hmm. So he's basically admitting that you know he um he lied to these other one we. Robin came in. He lied to these other women about, oh, I still and love to you us. just as much. And yeah. The and the, and America. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Suki asks Robin, are you happy with just Cody? And she says she wants to say yes, but doesn't know how this works. She doesn't know how to be monogamous. It feels disrespectful to be happy with Cody and be monogamous. And it's like, please. Uh, this was weird. This was so weird. I was like, what what are we doing now? Why do you, I don't get now why she feels like okay, you guys can be monogamous. Like why do you she feels like she needs an off-camera right. blessing from Mary Christine permission, and Janelle to yeah. say permission and it's like yeah. why is this the religious stuff? I don't understand. No, I'm so confused. You by know this. what? It, it, it's just a way to drag this out. All of them have said on camera, yeah, go, be happy. Go live mm-hmm. your, you guys obviously really love each other and get along. Go be happy. All three of them have said that. Why do they need to say it to her in person? They can't say it to her in person because they're not allowed to be around them. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? True. Like Cody, yeah. Cody has said, I don't want to be around any of you. So well, yeah, he'll punch you in the mouth. Yes. If you just, if you say anything bad about Robin, I'll punch you in the mouth. I wouldn't want to mm-hmm. say that in person either. I don't want to be punched. Yeah, in the I mouth. guess that's true. 
I don't know. I guess maybe she just feels like, okay, I got to keep going with this lie. I've been telling people that I feel so bad about this horrible thing that being, you know, that I got to keep going. But anyway, finally, finally, it's time. It's time. We get to meet David. It's very exciting. So, and we already mentioned some of the big things, married 20 years, wife passed away 11 years, eight kids, 10 grandkids. And, um, and I guess he said he did, he dated, he tasted all the ice cream flavors. (laughs) He was out and about in the world. And he was at a point where he kind of felt like, I'm, you know, maybe I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And he says that she stalked him, but I guess she must've just like pinged him or something. And, and he knew of her and they went out and there. And so the best is he said, well, do you like plays? And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, they're going to see, I don't know, the Iceman cometh. Yeah, or, <laughs> I, yeah I, I, I don't know. Crazy me. I'm like, oh, no, they went to go see the Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like. interesting that two middle age. OK, it's a, yeah. I saw the I Little mean, Mermaid movie, the live action uh, Little Mermaid movie recently. I loved it. But and um, did you see it? Yeah. And and who did you see it with? Oh, get, I'll give you one guess. <laughs> <laughs> Your child, right? Yes. My Disney loving okay. child. No, but it really yes. was a good movie. Um, but yeah, yes, I, but- yeah. The, the, the whole timeline with I'm. I'm very confused about the timeline with David and Christine because they give these details so quickly in rapid fire and you're like, what, what, whoa, wait a minute. You know, and at first, I think it's a lot shorter than, mm-hmm. you know, I think Christine was presenting it as being a lot longer than it was. And I think, I think this was very fast, very mm-hmm. quick. I think they got, and then I think they got engaged very quickly. But, you well, know, again, they seem to be, you know, they said they called, they said, uh, she claims that he asked her, uh, do you believe in soulmates? And she says, yes, I think we're soulmates. I mean, she was just <laughs> like, boom, boom, boom. Like she was just picking up everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I will say, I think that the fact that he has had about 11 years to date says a lot. Mm-hmm. So he's had a lot of time to figure out like, right. what do I like? What don't I like? And I think he was, it was good timing on his part. Cause he was at this point where he was like, I'm just looking for the right person. And you know, when you meet someone and you know, you do know, you get a feeling pretty quickly, like, Oh, this is different than other people. Like this is better. Um, and poor Christine, you know, I think she has been alone and, and, you know, in her own head about what she wants for so long that she must have just, I don't know, just like, again, we've said this before, the moment someone, this guy, you know, who she apparently manifested it because mm-hmm. she said what she wanted last year and he's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, so she, she you know, she, she got it and, and she was like, okay, this is what I want. So why not go for it? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they do. I'm happy for her. Yeah, no, they do have a lot in common. And he did say that when he was dating, the one thing I think that turned him off to dating and maybe he kind of sort of, you know, not gave up, but just kind of thought, you know, I'm not going to actively pursue this. He said, my children come first. And mm-hmm. he still has children living at home, I believe. You know, he has mm-hmm. eight kids, so it's like a wide span. You know, he's, he's a grandfather, but I think he also has some kids still at home. 
And yeah, Mm -hmm. that's wonderful. And that's how Christine is. Her kids come first. They both love Disney. Mm -hmm. They both, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that maybe this really is, maybe they really are soulmates. I mean, it kind of sounds like it, like they compliment, they compliment each other's personality that, you know, they, I'm sold. I'm sold. But of course, Cody's watching, yeah, Cody's watching all these clips and he's just trying to, trying to contain his anger but you know he looks pained and um Mm -hmm. then he he goes into you know his big complaint now he's kind of focused in on the that scene where christine was painting at her house with all her kids and you know she brings up how basically Cody wasn't attracted to her. And, Mm -hmm. you know, then McKelty says, well, you know, don't worry about that, mom. That's his issue. It's not yours. You just need to kind of, you know, don't let that hold you back, you know, move forward. Mm -hmm. And so I've heard that now I think that comment is now why once Cody saw that, that's why he and, uh, and Robin are no longer, you know, talking to her. And she, said on her patreon you know that she hasn't had any contact oh with either God. one of them that for a comment? while yes that and comment. that's the and that's the trash talking every time he says trash talking she's trash talking me to her kids and getting her kids to, that i think that's the origin of that yeah oh my and it's, god and that's the only example of it yeah because well and because he says at one was, point maybe i'm delusional he says maybe i'm delusional and i'm like yeah cody you're delusional yeah. That was crazy. I was like, why do you? Because I'm like, we watched this clip. We watched this scene with Christine talking and all the kids. They don't even mention Cody. His name doesn't even come into it at all. And the kids are not at all saying anything negative towards Cody. All they're talking about is, mom, you just, you know, pick yourself up and we think you're beautiful and we think you're great. That's Mm -hmm. what the whole thing was about. Nobody said one negative thing about Cody. I'm like, how is this trash talking? How is this? And he thinks she's Machiavellian. She thinks he's, I swear to God, I think he just looked up that word recently too. Well, no, you know where it comes from? It comes from the manosphere because I looked this up because um, he had said it one too many times. And I'm like, you know what? Cody's never read the prince. He doesn't know who Machiavelli is. That is a term that's used in the manosphere speak where Mm. basically they use it to describe women who are, um, you know, in their minds, uh, cruel and cunning to them because, oh my gosh, they want child support. You know, they want, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they want you to see your kids and, you know, crazy things like that. And so they use, they use this Machiavellian concept of, um, cause the prince is, it's, you know, not to get too far into this, but the po- it talks about a political philosophy where the ends justify the means, where it's okay mm-hmm. to do nasty things and cunning, evil things to get ahead in the political realm if it's for the greater good. So it's like no mm-hmm. ethics. It's not about ethics and morality. It's about get- getting what you want. So they've co-opted this term and they say, oh, okay, well, if women are trying to get they're projecting this on saying, if you're trying to get what you want out of me, I'm justified in doing things, cruel things to you to get what I want. Mm-hmm. 
it's very, I mean, they've, they've really co-opted it and made it like bastardized it and whatever, but that is a manosphere concept. That's one of their core tenets. Oh, what I think is so interesting about this is, is that what McKelty was doing in that moment was she was boosting her mom, giving her a little bit of a pep talk, Mm self-esteem, you know, and it's almost a little bit like, you know, this, this thing that a lot of these, and I'm not saying it's Cody, I'm just saying that you see this in dysfunctional relationships where someone just kind of keeps you down, right? Making Mm -hmm. you feel crappy about yourself. And I just think Mm -hmm. it's really interesting that Christine feeling good about herself, someone telling Christine nice things about herself or feeling good about herself, that is bad. That is cruel. Like that is not okay. So what, what is Christine to do? Yeah. And what is McKelty to do? Say, well, yes. mom, maybe you were a bad kisser. You know, of course not. Or, you are, McKelty. you're unattractive and ugly, mom. Right. You're terrible. Like, I can, what is yeah, she I can say? see, I can see why he wasn't attracted to you. I mean, God, yeah, she's just trying to make her mom feel better. And like you, you, again, you can hold two views at the same time. You can try to, you know, boost up your mom and you can also try to support your dad and you don't have to get like down in the weeds into it and pick sides. You can do Mm -hmm. both, but not in Cody's world. In Cody's world, it's very black or white. You're either with him or against him. And, you know, he, he did that shit with Gabe and Garrison. Now he's moving on to Christine's kids. I mean, he, he, again, he holds the key to his own freedom. If he would just be like a, a reasonable person, um, None of this would be happening. And then he has the nerve to say that he imagines David coming up to him years later saying, oh, dude, this is nuts, I guess, meaning being Christine's husband, complaining about Christine. Um, he said, because dudes talk about their wives. Oh, you mean mm-hmm. trash talking? And um, oh, and then he and says, Suki actually <laughs> called him on that shit. Yeah, she did a yeah. bit. And he says that, you know, he would, if David came to him and say that, he'd say, well, dude, you got to be loyal to your wife. And, you know, you chose that, whatever. And it's like, what fantasy world are you living in? I swear, I think he fantasizes about David Woolley coming to him one day and saying, oh, my God. He does. does. You were right, Cody. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, you've heard him say it. He says it so many times. If Christine was really in love with David, she wouldn't be trash talking me if this was happening. And so when that didn't work, he moved on to this is this whole thing like, well, I hope Christine doesn't blow it or reveal her true self to Cody like this Machiavellian because she's such a terrible thing. And and then when he says that, um, I, I was like, good, Suki intervened. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. I met David. And he's not going to mm-hmm. do that, number one. Like, I met this yeah. guy. That ain't happening. And he didn't. And, and he also, doesn't think that about you. Yeah. And he doesn't think that about you. And quite frankly, these people aren't thinking about you that much. But he doesn't no. think that way about you. And she also said something like, and also, right, you, we don't talk about and trash talk other people, right? Like, again, Cody, your whole thing, this entire time, this entire series that we watch, you always said we don't talk about each other's relationships. We don't get into each other's relationships. No, you are the biggest gossip there is. 
You are mm-hmm. the biggest little gossip there is in this family. And you can, you know, yeah, I bet you anything when he is outside or when he is like moving logs from one side of Coyote Pass to the other, because I think that's all he does all day and does cameos. He fantasizes about the day that they're on episode 30, you know, season 30. And David comes up to him and says, dude, Christine's terrible. You know, <laughs> it's like it's never yeah. happening. No, no. And, you know, yeah, when he said all that stuff about how, you know, Christine has, for David's sake, Christine has to destroy his, destroy Cody's character, or David doesn't feel like he can marry her because she left a good man, which is a joke. And again, Suki said, that's not true, Cody. Um, He does not feel that way. And, um, and then he's like, okay, well, well, that would be my suspicion. And um, and Suki's like, no, he just said, you know, the marriage didn't work <laughs> out. And I'm meeting this woman where she's at. And we're, we don't talk about you, Cody. Believe it or yeah. not. Like, we do not lie in bed at night and think about you or talk about you. We don't. You. That's what you're doing, <laughs> Cody. That's what you're doing. Right. But I thought what David said was very diplomatic and very thoughtful. And he just said, you know, he said, Cody is wrong. He basically said Cody's wrong about mm-hmm. Christine. She is not like that. That is not. And I'm, I like, I give him props for saying she's not Machiavellian. That's not. And he said, mm-hmm. I can read people. Like, I can read people. She can be a little clueless at times about certain things, but I can read people. And, and I thought this was very astute about what he said. He said, Cody wears his emotions on his sleeves and he wants you to hear him, mm-hmm. which oh, is yeah. a very coded way of saying this guy's a little teeny tiny toddler and he's mm-hmm. having a little bit of a fit. He wants you having to hear tantrum. him. And I was, yeah. yes. And I was like, oh, David gets it. I was like, I like you, David, because you get it. Because he, he completely understands. He wants you to hear him. Okay, got it. I was like, yeah, that's the moment I was like, I'm I'm signed off on you. I'm shipping yeah, and this then, one. And then Cody doubles down and he says, well, I vetted Robin. I vetted Robin hard. <laughs> whatever that means um you, <laughs> yeah you you vetted her heart all right yeah. <laughs> she said he said because i had to know that she didn't leave a good man before i was going to marry her and take a chance with that it's like you didn't vet her you you're you please. just please you met her you just like fell in love you got a boner for her what did you do did you go interview her ex-husband and his family members and, you know, uh, fi- to find out if he's a good man or not? No, Cody, you did none of that. You just took Robin's word for it. She told yeah. you, oh, I had to leave that marriage because he was so abusive to me. And, and to this day, we have not seen one piece of evidence from anybody, any family member, anybody, any tabloid, nothing that yes, he was abusive. That this guy her. is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Because it would have come out by now. There would have been something would by have. now. Absolutely. About this ex. There'd be a restraining and, and order. Yeah. There'd be some court documents. You know, yeah. It would there'd have be been something. in their di- in their divorce paperwork. You oh, know. yeah. Oh, yeah. You vetted her hard. You vetted her hard in the uh, Lexus convertible. I'm sure you vetted her <laughs> yeah. hard. Yeah. Cody. While your teenage daughters were watching her kids, you were out there vetting her. <laughs> you were... You were vetting her really hard. And again, we're back to the same thing because Cody cannot, because, because what all of this means is Cody's not a good man. Mm -hmm. Cody cannot handle this. He is not a good, he is not a good man. And he just cannot handle that. 
Ay, ay, ay. And so, and then this is when David, I love David even more. When he said, he said, well, one of the things with da- dating other women that he didn't like, one of the issues that he had was that he, he, he said that, you know, I always put my children first. And when I was with you know, when I saw this with other women, I didn't like that, you know, and I put my children first and that he basically was alluding to the fact that Cody also does not put his children first. It's like, thank you, David. Yeah, no, he's, he's very subtle at uh, telegraphing important information. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No, David's, David's smart. Um, Oh God. So this just went, and then we, this just went on and on with like, you know, Cody couldn't, he was like a dog with a bone. He could not let it go. Mm-mm. Like he just, and then he's like, well, she needs to stop telling my children um, that I'm not a good man. And and then once again, Suki says, um, no, I'm, I, she, she's not doing that. <laughs> it was just mm-hmm. like, it went on for like 10 minutes. Just this, yeah. like Groundhog Day, you know, he yeah. can't let it go. He can't. It's his he identity. Can't. He even made some. Yeah, he can't even, he even made a comment earlier in the episode about like, well, this one time my ex-wife and one of my wives, I'm like, trash talked me. I'm like, oh, you're talking about Christine and Janelle? Like, he's (laughs) just, you can say their names. It's okay. (laughs) Like, we know. Coding these things out. God. And then we go into this whole thing about like, who's invited to the wedding and who's going to be there and who's not. And this, obviously, this little section, I think, was, okay, now we have to promote this this right, wedding special. special yeah um yeah and so we you know we all knew this already robin and you know obviously robin and cody aren't coming and their kid and robin's kids and um mary and mary was very diplomatic about it she really didn't expect to be invited nor does i think she even care she's like i got i got a i got a carriage house to <laughs> revamp i got things to do i'm busy I'm busy. I got leggings to sell. And um, we learned that Mary does want to get married again and she wants to find someone. And Janelle does not foresee uh, reconciling with Cody. So I don't know what exactly is going to happen there. I don't know if they're ever going to officially like, quote unquote, divorce because Cody still seems to refer to her as wife, but mm-hmm. she but she still has high regard for him. And I will say, since that one listener of ours pointed out some of Janelle's flaws, it is interesting. Like, you still hold him in high regard, even after all of this. Like, okay, you, you know, maybe... I don't know. I don't know if I would think that. I think I might yeah. say something to the effect of the, the person that he once was or the right. the our childhood selves. I think I hold him in high regard or I, I, I will love that person. But who we are now and who I am now, I don't know if I still do. I don't know. Because how can you hold this person in high regard, Janelle? How? Yeah, the way he treated Gabe and Garrison tr- and Savannah. Yes. And then the fight... And then, uh, yeah, the whole time during COVID. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Janelle, I don't know. I think she's just going along to get along. Like, Janelle doesn't really get that worked up emotionally. But, you know, backing up, one thing I wanted to say about yeah, the wedding invites. So um, she said, you know, Leon and Audrey are invited. Um, and she said she also invited Cody's mom and his siblings. Yes. Which I thought was very interesting. I can't imagine Cody's mom going because wouldn't that just be like in Cody's mind so disloyal, you know? And 
I don't know how his siblings feel about him. I'm sure there's different feelings. Like some siblings probably don't give a shit what Cody mm-hmm. thinks. But, but I thought that was clearly, that was very um, generous on Christine's part that she still considers them all family and would invite them. And, but yeah, I think anyone who does go to the wedding is going to be shunned by Cody, don't you? Maybe, I guess so. I mean, he can't shun his mom. He loves his mom. You know? Yeah, that's so why I think I she know, I probably could... won't go. Yeah. Well, I wonder if she went. That would be interesting. Well, yeah. we'll see on the wedding special if we'll she find out. I can't wait to find out. Yeah. But, um, y- you know, I, I don't, I don't know. That's, I, I didn't, I wasn't that surprised by it because that people, that happens a lot. Like, you know, cause she's had a long relationship with him. They had, you know, they built this life, they have kids, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that surprised, but it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see what happens. So, okay. And, and then so we, we have to spend, this. yeah, <laughs> yeah. With like, who's everybody's celebrity crush. And then the best is we don't even go back to Robin. Robin doesn't even get to tell us who her celebrity crushes. <laughs> we don't even, we see Robin once in this and then she's just gone. You know? Yeah. They were just like, like we don't this, even bother this, with her anymore. Robin was so, throughout this whole tell-all, was so half comatose. Just, you know, they're probably like, okay, we can't show Robin anymore. She's just really bringing this whole thing way down. We're trying to have a fun celebrity crush segment and Robin will just ruin it. So we're just not even going <laughs> to ask not- her. We'll, we'll, we'll ask Cody who her celebrity crush is. Yeah. Well, now that everybody's single, so now that Christina's manifested her ideal person, so now she's asking Janelle. So Janelle's celebrity crush is Gerald Butler. Gerard, sorry, Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler. And then she kind of and pushes in Jason Momoa. Yes, yeah. that everyone loves. Um, and then Mary's is Matthew McConaughey. And uh, Cody's is Sophia Loren. So that tells you something that he's, you know, likes dark haired women. And mm. um, Robin is Ryan Reynolds. And then this is when Cody then has to remind us that this is why he has to have six pack abs because he's he has to keep up with Matthew McConaughey, Ryan Reynolds. Co- you know, <laughs> you know how people are always getting like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. You know, he's kind Confusing. of like Ryan yeah. Reynolds, Matthew McConaughey, Cody Brown type. <laughs> you know, in Hollywood, they're always saying that. You know, oh, always getting your yeah. abs mixed up, that kind of thing. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. How and many times Cody, did he say that? Cody says something so cringeworthy. When he's talking about how when he went, what, six years old and he and his mom went to the movie theater to see the man from La Mancha and he first saw Sophia Loren. Apparently, you know, he, he, that's when he knew he was not gay because he, I guess he got a boner for (laughs) Sophia Loren. And it's like, who says that? I mean, oh, just, he's so inappropriate sometimes. You're just like, we did not need to know that. And that's just stupid yeah and i don't even think that's what was going on i think he just thought she was pretty but i don't even know he even knew what any of that meant so okay but as a grown man then why would you just throw that in there like you can tell he's trying to you know say something that he thinks is going to make him cool or something it's like that no yeah no he's he's a try hard he's trying really hard i mean 
he and Robin, it's been pretty obvious how much, how, how hard those two try to, you know, constantly change the narrative, make us think that we don't, we don't see things with our own eyes. I mean, you know, I think I, again, Cody has shown us time and again that he thinks a lot about how people see him and view him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially he Christine. really, really does. Yeah. <laughs> Christine and and David. He really, really cares. And, and so, yeah, he wants us to know that he is straight and he's been straight since six years old or yeah. that he's the kind of man that can handle a woman like Sophia Loren, whatever that means. So... <laughs> Oh God! So then anyway. we get a sneak. We get a sneak peek at some scenes from the wedding um, special, which I think is January seventh and fourteenth, something like that. Yeah, and it looks like a good time. People are whooping it up. Yeah. Christine was like shotgunning a beer. I mean, I was just like, wow, things have changed in this family. <laughs> <laughs> Back when they were wearing like long sleeve yes. shirts in the hundred degree heat of Vegas, exactly, life has changed. It's yeah. changed a lot. And there was even a scene of Robin and Cody where you know doing this forced kind of uh, congratulatory, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, message to to David and Christine. So I don't know how much they're going to be in the special. Hopefully, not much at all because I've had enough of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. but we do see that that moment that we see of Cody and Robin. I'm like, oh, God, we're seeing actually a personality here with Robin. Like Robin saying, mm-hmm. and we're very happy for them. Yeah. I'm like, she okay, snapped here, out this of her. person. Yeah. She snapped out yeah, of her coma. Like a fog. <laughs> <laughs> she's woken she's, up. She's like, well, I played that storyline out as far as I could. So I just got to move on and try to try yeah. to keep a job. <laughs> try to keep this going. <laughs> yes so yeah it'll all be very interesting so the next couple weeks i guess are a lot of like retrospective and all of that um we are going to be thursday's show is going to be um the is it between life and death the terry shivo story yeah yeah um and and then um next week we're gonna have um some things for the for the holiday week as well and then we'll be back in the new year with more sister wives but we'll we're, we're going to cover the wedding i just don't think we're i don't we're not going to cover the the filler in between because i don't think that it's any new content well we'll when i understand it, it seems like a lot of retrospective out. yeah if I'll there's good content we'll cover it. it but yeah yeah but I don't know if it is because I got the sense of like where we were at. It's a lot of like where we've been, where we're going, oh, yeah, where we're we at. Like, that. And TLC loves that kind of stuff of like, you know, uh, let's show us every like they're going to show us like Christine's life before yeah. and, you know, how, how we she got, got here from misery to happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Her whole journey. In 30 years. <laughs> 30, 30 years later. Steps. God, I finally got <laughs> you. Finally you found happiness. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we don't so, need that. But yeah, we anyhow. have so, we have some uh, new exciting new content coming out um, over the next two weeks, and then uh, I think we're also trying to cover, um, you know, maybe for the last week of the year, the uh, Real Housewives of New York, the Ultimate Girls Trip 
legacy, mm-hmm. Roni legacy. I watched two episodes yes, of it yes. last night. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay. So I got to catch up. So. Coming up. So stay tuned. We're still, we're yes, still yes. putting stuff out. And, you know, when you're sick of your family, you know, go in another room and listen to a podcast. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Yes. We'll wrap well, it up, thank, Brooke. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. If you like our podcast, if you haven't already, please subscribe. And we would also appreciate it if you would leave us a five-star rating and review. And um, we're on social media at Psych Legal Pop on Instagram and TikTok. And uh, we gave you the upcoming schedule. So I think that's it. Yeah. I yeah. Think that's All it. right. All right. Thanks. See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.